Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. And now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam. Every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Urban X Podcast. Yeah, yeah, we, we we know we had some technical difficulties. It wouldn't be us if we didn't have technical difficulties. You already know, you already know. But what we're going to do is, we're going to play the outro, the intro and the outro. Okay, bet. So for those who like to get hyped up to okay, the song. Bet. We'll do that. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll end out. Just for y'all. Just for y'all, because I know how the song kind of sets the mood. For what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, because we're trying to get, if you know, you might notice the aesthetics. We got some new, got some new toys. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we're the most untechy people alive. I blame that on you. No, you know what's crazy? My pops swears. Like, he swears he can just learn anything, go on YouTube for a couple hours. And he yeah. watches, like, all the wrong videos. He don't even watch the right ones. He watches the wrong ones. No. Don't know true. what to type in. When he's, you know, don't know how to do something, and then he goes, nah, I don't know how to do this. And then he'll call somebody, and then don't explain what the problem is right to them either, so everybody's messed up. And then, yeah, I, I blame him. I blame him. No, don't blame me. I blame uh, him. There's always a 12-year-old kid on YouTube somewhere. That's the problem. Who can help. That's the problem. All right? I like to get involved with nope. the children. No. Nope. Right? Thank you for the donation, Warren. Oh, okay. We Warren donating says, already? Oh, yeah, man. thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. So again, uh, you know, we got some new toys and, uh, uh, you know, we, we upgraded some things. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, then we, uh, we kind of got out the gate a little slow, 
but and, and we took a week off, so we're a little rusty. Facts. We, yeah, it it like seems like, weeks, it, it seems like three weeks. It really does. Yo. When you haven't engaged this audience in that long of a period of time, yeah, man. it definitely... We missed y'all. We missed y'all. Pe- facts. Shout out to the everybody in the chat, everybody that was on time. Uh, the Bears just scored a touchdown on your Cowboys. Ah, it's sh- about to be a long sugar one. Honey iced tea. Oh boy, Cowboys are dead. Cowboys are dead. Uh, Papa D, will y'all get to it? No, we got to introduce the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How was your week? We're not we're not rushing. How was your yeah, week? Yeah, uh, week was good. Right. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving was great. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was crazy. Family came over who I hadn't okay. seen all year. Right. It was the one time, and we played this game, uh, Cards of Humanity. Cards I don't know against if you got humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the donation. I don't know if you've Slick played Nick this 30, game. 30, this you. is the most ratchet game ever. Yeah, it is. And the, the most ratchet it answers. Is. And and so we really get engaged. And that was dope. And uh, we also had some uh, some shots called Fireball. Yeah, those are gross. Those No, those are good. If you had the, the candy, the Fireball candies, the uh, little yeah. red candy balls as a kid, yeah. these taste like that. And, of course, we had beans, greens, tomatoes, <laughs> potatoes, you know, you name it. So... That was great. Uh, me and wifey went to go see Queen and Slim. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we can talk about. And that. I'm, I'm pretty sure you went to go see yeah, it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll kind of get into that. We'll talk about it. And other than that, man, I, I got some great news I can't share, but the most amazing news that I've heard in a long time. But when the time is right, I'll share it with you guys. Uh, other than that, I my week was great. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm always. Keeping something in my pocket, baby. All right. Keeping something in my pocket. Well, let's get to it. Uh, we have a new board. I don't know what button is which. Okay, let me let, let me give you a, a, a quick lesson. Go ahead. Uh, that's flex bomb. That's the, okay, that's the bomb. Okay. That's our crowd clap. Okay. And that's our station identification. We have more buttons. What are we going to haven't. We haven't got there yeah, yet. People in the chat, y'all have to tell us... Uh, what other sound effects we need to yeah, add? Yeah, you know, and like if I tell one of my corny jumps, pss, 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 no. you know, they have. We, they we have should, a we should, and we need a boo. Okay, we have, we can yeah, get a boo. We need a boo as well. Okay, we can, you know, yeah. if the crowd want to boo me, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, big news of the week Kamala Harris uh, dropped out of the presidential election. Yes, I heard about that. Uh, lack of funding. Well, it was lack of funding. Prior to, so when she first got into the race, she had a lot of billionaire donors that were backing, backing her. her. But once she started losing in the polls a little bit, all of them started backing out. And then it's funny. It's funny to see uh, everybody uh, cape for her, saying like she's a grassroots type of woman. When like they totally disregarding all the funding she had coming out the gate. Yes, yes, yes. But also, I have a couple of highlights of. Kamala, okay, because I'm not a politician. Okay, I know she stopped and got a pork chop somewhere, oh. <laughs> and that was a photo op. That was equivalent to uh, Hillary Clinton yeah. with hot sauce. Yes, exactly. And she also said she listens to Cardi B. So those were the two. And she said Wakanda forever. On yeah, a, on, a, on a real like video, she was talking about like real African American issues, and, she, and said, she said Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. I promise you, she did. Yeah. Okay, so that that's gonna force you to lose. Yes, yeah. and then because it's caping for 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 low vibrate va- low vibration black people. So, and you know what the thing was too? Uh, it was the discussion when she initially dropped. The whole discussion turned to 
It's black men's fault for not supporting her and black men's fault for criticizing, uh, holding her to a higher standard than her white peers. Mm. And that was, bro, yo, when I say the argument was lasted like three days. Now, now I've been hearing this on, on Twitter a little bit, on black yeah. Twitter, yes? Yeah. Where now it's we, we don't support black women yeah. and black men need to get out. And, and that's the guilt trip that First they're trying all, to... If, yeah. if you understood the percentage of black men who have voted for her... And the percentage of black men, even if all of us did vote for she her, she still couldn't win. She still cannot win. Yes, that's us not understanding basic mathematics. That too. And then another thing, I think now with social media, and we went through two president uh, presidencies uh, with Obama, where a lot of people, in retrospect, feel like we kind of just gave away <laughs> our vote to him, even because though he didn't he was give black. us any exactly because he was black, and he didn't give us well, African Americans any real tangible. Things to work with. Absolutely. He Kamala looked out for, for gay people and he looked out for everybody else. And we seem to be the last ones right, even, to receive anything. And Kamala Harris's plan, she was big on the LGBT community, LGBTQ community, and big on immigrants with the dream with the dreamers. Right, the dreamers. And then black people, she's dancing. Did she did she uh give did she cape for uh Ados? No, she did not. So she she's, she's technically not ADOS. Oh, so she's uh, like uh Indian. See and when Jamaican, you say see, like I'd rather say ADOS. When you say ADOS, it sounds like a disease. It does. Like, yo, damn, son, you got ADOS? It's fucked it, up, it, it son. Does. Like, how long you had that shit, yeah. son? Like, can you get rid of that shit? You know what I'm saying? And you see them commercials. If you have ADOS, <laughs> call us. You know it what does. I mean? That's what that shit sound like. So, you know, they need to work on, on, on that a little bit. Somebody said that's Asian strong. Black women don't like her. If, I, yo, you know what's crazy? There's a totally different world on Twitter. Like... If you were to go by Twitter, you would think like black men and black women are everywhere fighting. Nobody gets along. There's no black marriages, no successful black marriages, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and on Twitter, and in the real world, it's not like that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, but, shout out Isaiah uh, Bryant. Uh, the actual book sign is going to be at four o'clock from four to 10. Oh, <clears throat> January 19th. Be there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're setting up your flight to get up out of there, be there. Yeah, we will call you. You know, I got your number here. Uh, so we will, just in case you can pop in for a minute and pop out, or if your flight leaving early and there's nothing you can do about it, let us know. Shit, you can hang out with us the day before. Or something. You know, no big deal. We'll 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 make an arrangement for you. Facts. facts. You know what I'm saying? So yes, appreciate that donation. <clears throat> so anything else on Kamala? Oh no. Uh, again. Uh, so now the race is thinning. Yes. Yeah. Bloomberg I... just spent fifty million. Yes. Yes. To put himself in position, he's going. That's nothing for him. He might win that. Well, I mean, I mean, they have to have a viable. Uh, they have to have a viable um, candidate. Candidate. Yeah. He. Well, my thing is um, Bloomberg. So if Bloomberg wins, then the narrative will flip to well, American politics is only about money. It's only about how much money you have. It's not no more. It's no more real grassroots. Because now it's, it's never that, been about anything but is, money. This is true, but before it was uh, the government's job to kind of hide that or make it believe. But that we're was, in the age of information now, yeah. so things that were, were were held like the veil over people's eyes uh, is now like blatantly clear. Even if you just paying attention. Okay, we're from New York, and we've you remember Bloomberg as the mayor? Yes. Knowing his record as mayor, what he's done, some of the policies he's implemented, would you rather him be president? Or Trump? Uh, Trump, because the 
unemployment rate is down to 2% for America, the lowest it's been since 1969. Yeah. I don't know if I like these claps. Well, it's it's kind of an abrupt clap. I got to work yeah, on a fade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this is the first show with nasty. the new equipment. That's nasty. Um, but because uh, the clap is kind of like nervous. It's like yeah, it's like should we clap? Maybe I, I don't really yeah. know. <laughs> no, but no, no. I, I, I'm trolling at the moment. But um, none of that stuff matters. You you know what my, my disposition on that? None of that stuff really matters. Black people are on a different course in reality here. Well, I always, we live in an alternate universe we always have and we always will. I chalked it up to, like, you know when, when people say, like, I like to know if somebody's racist rather than them being able to hide that from me? Yes. Trump, we know what Trump is about. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He's not political. He's right. not politically he correct. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Bloomberg is richer than... He's 17 times richer than Trump. Yes. And he's... um. Politi- like he has a real political background, right? So he so, knows how to hide things politically, facts, yeah, or yeah, to generate I, yeah, things. Yeah. So he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yes. that's, yeah. So I think we should be more wary of that. Okay, okay. You know I'm not going to argue with that uh, uh, because of you know uh, again his policies. He did try a few things. He did try to get you guys to stop being fat that in was, New York. That, you know what I mean? Give did. him get, yeah. nervous clap, nervous clap. <laughs> Like, he was like, I'm trying to help you niggas. And you niggas keep, we got offended by that shit. Yeah, he was, he was like, no more five liters? He was like, no more five liters sodas. Niggas went out to get five liters just to piss him off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas went to 7-Eleven and got the triple Slurpee joints and was like, I'm not going to have him tell me I shouldn't have diabetes. And, you know, but he did do the stop and search. The stop and frisk. The yes. stop and frisk. Which he tried to and apologize he, he, later for. He yes. has the, um, it's called the broken glass uh, policing. That's trying to, uh, like, you're trying to stop things before they happen. Oh, so in, like minority Yeah, 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 like based on uh, crime in the area, he, he policed areas way harder. Obviously, you know, areas. Those were, 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 were areas that we were in. Right. So it was, it was a lot of things he did wrong. It was a lot. And then wasn't he the man? Who was the man? No, that was Giuliani. Papa D, thank you so much. Oh, Giuliani was the worst. Yeah, yeah, Giuliani was wild. Yeah, he 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 clearly was. Uh, yeah. And you see him running with Trump now, so we know what that's really all about. Wrong one. Oh. Yeah. Can't believe you clapped today. No, I wasn't. No, clapping. no, no. Yeah, that happened. I I was trying to that find happened. this. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. <laughs> so uh, this news came out very disturbing. Uh, George Zimmerman is suing the family of Trayvon Martin for one hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a little crazy. Give me your take on that. First of all, first of all, this is a sick man. It's this like is a very sick. It's man. literally like he's literally asking us to kill him. Yeah, we're like, why am I still here? I, 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 I think I'm not gonna lie to you. I think. Like, the guilt of actually killing Trayvon Martin is really bugging with him. It's really, like, Could be. eating him. And he's trying everything and anything. Like, yo, what are y'all going to do? I had the gun. <laughs> the gun, I killed Trayvon. I, I put it up for auction. I started autographing Skittles bags. Right, in public. In public. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I'm suing the family for $100 million because 
I don't even know what it was because because defamation, uh, de- like something. defamation. He's receiving death threats. His quality of life is down. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me of Donald Trump in the sense. I don't think Trump was trying to win the election. That's a fact. Yeah, that's I think fact. he was just out there trolling. Yeah, that's a fact. Trying to uh, enhance his brand, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, "I'm gonna say this," and I know by this point I'm gonna be out of the election. But my, you know, my voters will be up. And then he kept winning and shit. You know what I mean? And winning. And, uh, you know, South Park did a dope ep- yeah. episode on that where he just kept saying, dudes, I'm trying to lose. And they said, no, we like the honesty. Yeah. And so, and, 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 and again, Zimmerman is sick, right? <clears throat> but I always say, what does Zimmerman represent? He represents the worst part of America for us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black people. Uh, he gunned down an innocent. That's what everything, the whole narrative of us being here is about. And then he got off, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see gangbangers or those repping or talking, and I'm saying the very symbol, if there is a symbol of oppression for us, it's got to be George Zimmerman as of late. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's bigger pictures, but that was it in a in a snapshot. Young black man walking home by himself, being in a neighborhood he wasn't supposed to be in, Skittles and a nice tea or whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. Hoodie, because that's our hip-hop flavor. And he was gunned down and then in a corner law yeah. was let off. Yeah. Is that not what Queen Slim, you know, is the basis of that story too? And I'll get into oh, that okay. in a minute. Okay. So... He, he represents so much, and then America watched this. White people on one side, really. Mm-hmm. Black people on the other. It galvanized people into activism. That was that was, uh, that was a spark. That was the spark. Of the whole Black Lives Matter, the internet activism right. thing. Right, a, a lot spawned from that. Yeah, yes. a lot. Facts. So, but he's still walking around. We can't even, and I'm not advocating violence, because that would get us off the air. Yeah, it would. So I'm not advocating violence. But we can't even stomp out the symbol of oppression. He in clubs, chilling, signing Skittle bags, auctioning off. Like, I dare you. Like, he's walking around with no fear. And, you know, when you take the temperature, and this is just me, of, of, of black people, these are one of the things that white America and the elite use to take the temperature. Right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the cop got killed by the white girl. We hugged her. His own family. Uh, yeah, yeah. They just gave him an award for that shit. His, his brother. Right. So his brother. Both, both, in, both in Jane. Went and hugged. That's how they take the temperature of black people. Now, there are other black people who would say we would never do that. When I say take the temperature, I mean the total temperature. You see who's caping for, okay, we still got submissive mm-hmm. white black people out there who feel. uh, Christianity supersedes their nationality. And then you have, you know, angry black folks over here, Mm. but not angry enough to kill out and stomp out the hope. You know what I mean? So for white people, when they see Zimmerman walking around... And somebody say, he's not even white. He's not. Yeah, he's not white, but the system was white. Let's use that. You know, they used that whole stand your ground law, which was put in place to protect white people in Florida, and he was basically guarding a white neighborhood, so they caped for him. So technically, you're right, he wasn't white, but that is a symbol that 
you niggas ain't ready. That's all I got to really say <laughs> say about that. And, you know, I don't want to hear, but but if I step on a black dude's shoe yeah. in a party yeah. and I don't say excuse me the right way he liked that I said excuse me, it could be a problem. If I look at somebody wrong who looks just like me, Thanks. that can be, that's an easy death. You know what I mean? That They'll just body you for that. But Zimmerman and everything he stands for is still running around, and now he's pouring salt. Yeah, he's on calling the wound. it's like defamation, uh, malicious prosecution. Like he didn't kill somebody, right? Um, and then his lawyer, his the lawyer's name is uh, Boca Roten. Mm-hmm. I don't really think they think they're gonna win, do they? No, hell no. This is all publicity. It's all like trolling. And, and, and then, and then this is another aspect I want to add. When he was getting the attention... His lawyer's see, name is Larry Clayman, by the way. And then who also um, wrote a book. Who also, who also said the, um, that uh, this, these allegations... Well, this, this lawsuit is based off allegations because they said that the one of the star witnesses of the Trayvon Martin case was fake. And then um, there's actually a book called The Trayvon Hoax, Unmasking the Witness Fraud That Divided America. So oh, they do, okay. they're using that book to base off the, what their lawsuit is as well. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And also, uh, 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 as Chuck D said, attention is the new form of currency, Facts. right? Facts. So when he was in the limelight, uh, he, he really ate off that. He fed off that, sort of like Alpo, mm-hmm. yes? Mm-hmm. But now that nobody's talking about Zimmerman, right? Yeah. He needs a charge, so now he needs to put himself back out so people can hate him again. So that's a an etherical charge he's receiving. And then he'll get his charge for about two weeks, and look, then he'll be good. Then look at them, $100 million. His parents don't have $100 million. Absolutely. Nobody, really. Yeah, $100 so, so that's all to, again, put him back in, in because he understands how these algorithms work, right? So put his name back on the timeline and you, he feed off that anger because some people feed off a of hate. Yeah, hate makes some people stronger, and it appears that that's one of the things that has made him stronger. And until somebody, until he, you know, like you driving down the street, and he gets hit by a car accidentally, <laughs> accidentally, because these things happen. Struck by a bolt of lightning. Struck like struck by bullets, but that weren't meant for him. Right. Like you just was celebrating and yeah. you know a, a fourth. Of, I I don't know. Let's just kind of see where this goes. But this is bad for the Trayvon Martin family again. It's sort of like uh, uh, again with Alpo did. Mm-hmm. He's re making you relive this shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the family. You know, I hope they uh, are prepared to deal with that. Yes. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, the movie that came out that everybody was hyped to see, except for Malcolm. Except for Malcolm. Yeah. Queen and Slim came out over the weekend. And, uh... Let's clap that up. Black woman. Uh, you know. Woman-ish. You know, <laughs> pulls out this movie. Directs it. Yeah. All right? All right, now go ahead. Uh, so, um, go ahead, go ahead. Give me... Give no, me. no, no, no. You... First, no, first of all, I think, um, the movie's only been out seven days that we should give some people some time to see it. This is a black movie, and in, 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 in this, in Twitter, Instagram years, that shit is like 
six months. This is true. A week is like six months. If you ain't get your little $9 together and go see it, or you didn't get your fire stick hack and see the bootleg where at least people are running around, then that's on you. I mean, it it is what it is. Some people done did full breakdowns of this movie already. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, I watched watched a lot of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. So, um, first of all, I am tired of movies. I'm tired of anybody profiting off of black trauma. Okay. Is that a buzzword now? Black porn trauma? Black trauma porn. Yeah, like, it is because, like, a lot of... I, I even saw another movie... On the timeline this week, and it's Ice T is in it. And oh, that's crazy! And it's a whole bunch of cops just killing dudes, yeah. beating dudes up, guys yeah, fighting yeah. back, and it's gang yeah, members. That's, that's crazy. And I and I think it's just like in music when I say like um, when people sample a popular song, you know it's, it's going to get hit. It's an easy, it's, it's an easy, easy yeah. you know what I'm saying? Easy hit. Um, I feel the same way about movies like this. You know what I'm saying? So like the cop scene, um, even in the trailer, right? Uh, when we saw him dealing with the cop, everybody, everybody black, you know, they just got tight because you understand what that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You understand that fear. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly why everybody knew to the exact minute of what um, they couldn't watch past and when they see us. Yes, absolutely. It's because everybody had the exact same feeling of, you know, yes. that's why slave movies always are Oscar baited. That's why they always do well. Yes. Because they understand what it takes, like they understand what feelings to manipulate in black people. Preach, for us to Malcolm. Feel you hot right now. A little bit, you know what I'm saying? But they understand what uh, feelings in black people to manipulate for it to be successful. I think Queen of Slim is nothing different. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, um, if you watch Tariq and She, because he was raising the points, like I never even thought about these. Both of the actors are not Eidos. Yeah, both of them don't have the Eidos disease. Or the, <laughs> the ADOS disease. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So they can't really identify. And I really and I really begin to think about like why a lot of these movies that are, you know, about the African American experience don't have African Americans in them. Okay. Uh that's weird. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that that's a good point. I think that's something more metaphysical. Okay. That that's dealing with Okay, but uh, how do you how do you channel the right energy? Because th- this is something he couldn't possibly have experienced. Right. On its own, I mean, but maybe as an actor, because acting is yeah, this is true. Shape shifting into yeah, but go ahead. Okay, but I understand uh, that give point. me your thoughts on it. Um, I have uh, quite a few thoughts. I left out of the theater um, feeling one way because you know they die. Uh, well, you know some things happen at the end of the movie. <laughs> spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler God alert. damn. Uh, the the music and all of that. Jeez. Here's the thing. I think it was in retrospect because you know. I go through my head movies at about three in the morning when mm-hmm. that melanin is kicking in. And I felt it was a bad attempt to make a great movie. And what I mean by that is this. It's like you got all the right ingredients to make macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. right? But your shit either come out soupy or wrong because you overcooked it or undercooked mm-hmm. it. I think in retrospect, this movie was undercooked in some portions and overcooked in other portions, okay. right? Now, the soundtrack was low-hanging fruit, meaning if I put a movie out and I play Al Green and I play dope hip-hop songs and you see you know, people riding down and you in the theater and the acoustics is dope, you're going to give the soundtrack a two thumbs up, right? So that's the easy part of the movie. I thought cinematically the way it was filmed and shot was dope. Okay. You know, the colors... Okay. Uh, I, I thought we were blending in nice. Uh, the storyline was a little weird. 
Okay. Not these cop gets stopped. That's again low hanging fruit. Cop stop us, and this was an overly aggressive. You okay. know, it, to me that was extreme. Uh, I thought they could have played it out where, you know, uh, something happened you know, which a, brought about the shooting a little bit more than just that, pulling your gun out. You know. So the, there's a book by Malcolm Gladwell, and it's called "I'm um, Talking to Strangers." And in the book, he talks about those subtle nuances that. Uh, you might you might not catch from me, or I might not catch from you. That causes these disagreements. Okay. I felt that lack that completely. Right, right. I thought this was. Can you hurry up? Like, who tells a police officer, "Can you hurry up?" I'm out. Because I'm cold. Like that's not something you say to a police officer on the side of a road. I thought the black woman, whatever, what was her name? We call her her queen, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought she was typical. Uh, uh, popping her neck uh, against a thought. I don't give a fuck this and that. You shouldn't be doing that. Which, you know... Wasn't she a lawyer? Yeah, I don't give a fuck if she was a lawyer no, I'm, or I'm not. Just, I'm just saying that probably might be the reason why she... Well, well yeah, yeah, maybe she felt her rights, but since when being a black anything True has that. given you rights on the side of a road. True that. This is what I mean by context, right? Um, So I thought that was a little, uh, a little weird. You know what I mean? Uh... And then, you know, him and the cop gets into a scuffle. The cop shoots the woman. And as the black man, it is your duty to protect the black woman. So what, what would you... Uh, facts, facts. These are the pluses. Yeah. So if that was to happen to you, what would you do? I hate the way that just cuts off like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> so like, okay. So In you, production. You, like, you, you and T... Cop stop, yeah. Cop shoots her, y'all getting stuff. You kill a cop. Are you out or are you staying? Well, here's the thing. First of all, if the cop shoots my wife, that shit just happens because I need her insurance money. The movie would be over in seven seconds. <laughs> you know, and then they'd be like, we want to have the father, the husband say a few words. God is good, ain't he? <laughs> no, but serious. Um, well, well, me and my wife been together 24, 25 years. So if we hit the road, then, you know, our legacy is, is built in place. We just gonna, we just gonna air that out. You know what I mean? But for movie sake purposes, I thought that triggered and got everybody at the edge of their seat early. Mm -hmm. So it moved your emotions. Now they're on the run. She's bleeding, you know, uh, and she don't even wrap that shit up. Now the black woman is the strongest woman I know. But goddamn, right? <laughs> Their relationship at the beginning was a little, uh, you know what I'm saying, shaky due to lack of trust, which I felt was due to lack of trust between the black man and the black woman. You know what I mean? Okay. So they, and it wasn't until to me when she cut her hair mm. that she was being vulnerable and revealed who she really was. Okay. That was just how I picked it up. He put on that, that, uh, Below. that velour. Uh, so Moorish, Moorish color. Uh, so the Moorish color. So we that. were dealing with royalty in that sense. And you don't see two black people, two highly melanated individuals getting it on, on scene. So Bobby Hammond has always taught us uh, 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 America and white producers stay away from that mm. because the energy is too strong for non-melanated people to truly process. Side note, the director of the movie did this movie without there's something called like a pre-director's cut test screenings test screenings so that uh Europeans in particular couldn't take out what they didn't think 
because that scene would definitely not made it uh-huh. in the movie. So, you know, looking at some, I'm still dealing with what I felt was the good parts of the macaroni and cheese. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? In, 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 in that sense that, um, you know, so, so the chemistry developed over the course of the movie, you know, the way they, you know, did the, or, the, the, the vocals without them speaking, which means that was almost, even though it wasn't telepathic, it was, it came across as unsaid, a, yeah, a okay. unsaid telepathic. Okay. And she began to trust him. You know what I mean? As they began to, to move ahead on this journey, uh, they run into a few people. It was weird. Uh, they take the guy to the hospital. Oh yeah. That yeah. really had no bearing on any thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, and he was a stereotype, like a, uh, uh, that was, uh, but I think they did that to add, uh, you know, comedy, comedy. Mm. Uh, like a, have a comedy moment so okay. that the movie can be move your emotions okay. up and down. You know what I mean? So pain and suffering, then intrigue by their relationship, mm. then a moment of comedy. And then they have to have these white people placed in the movie strategically okay. to, uh, you know, be the white hero. First of all, was the original cop. He gave them a, a lift to the gas station, even oh, yeah. though he might not have been white per se. I think he was. But, right? you know, he was doing a good deed. And from, and I didn't, um, from what I understand, everybody except that white cop at the beginning that actually that he killed was good to them. Right, right, right. So, we, we you, you know, this is something else that's subliminally in your mind as right. the movie goes along. They throw him in the trunk, okay, whatever. And, and then they're still in his car, you know, which is weird. The relationship with the kid was weird. Oh, uh, okay. The kid who was inspired by them because obviously this went viral. And now, uh, you know, this kid decides to shoot a cop in the face, a black cop at that. And then, like, they were given a march for these people who weren't even from their town. Yeah. Like, what, what was this march about? So that was them trying to give you a Black Lives Matter moment. Yeah. But let them go, nigga. They on the run. What do you mean? Yeah. Let them not even caught. So that was kind of <laughs> weird to me. You know what I mean? Let them go. Let them go where they they already running. Yeah. So j- because they wanted to create that uh, uh, Black Lives Matter moment, and then the black cop lifts up his mask, even as Tariq ne- uh, not Tariq Nasheed said, and he was identifying like I am just like you. This is a job, and and, and what I thought it also represents is that we do have brothers, um, you know, in tough situations who really believe that they can become a part of law enforcement and change it, but he still identified, I'm just like you, I'm not here to hurt you, but you have to move on, young man. And the young man shoots him in the face. Not one of the white officers. He shoots him in the face, which was weird. So I don't want to uh, drag yeah. on and belittle and you too telling, much. And you're telling the movie. See, people, why are you telling the movie? Okay, yeah, all right. Well, in a nutshell. So uh, in a nutshell, why was it a bad attempt at making a good movie? Because um, I felt all of those things that they try to implant into your mind with good white people, the sellout black dude at the end who went for the cash, the stereotypical aspects of it, and that... Um, at the end, I, you know, you, of course you get emotional at the end when you see any two people mm. meet their demise, but I, I just felt that, uh, you know, they could have really been more cohesive in telling that story. Like the energy between, if Bill Street could talk, like the, in, yeah. the energy between them two was immediate. 
the, it, as soon as the cameras panned down, uh, you know, the soundtrack mm. was amazing. It was an immediate connection between two young people, I felt. This one took a while to develop, you know, with him acting a little funny. And I wasn't sure. Was there uh, some trans uh, people in there? Uh, apparently there was, yes. Okay, okay. So I wasn't... First, I thought she was. I'm just keeping it a buck, right? Until I realized she wasn't. But I know there was some people in that other room with yeah. my man. What's his name? I, I know I know who you're talking about. You know the black yeah. actor, the one who always played these kind of roles. Him. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was a lot of subliminal things going on in that movie. And I just thought it was a failed attempt to make the macaroni. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so with that being said, no more black trauma movies. I'm tired of them. No more slave movies. No more black people getting killed by cops. So where are we supposed to go with this as black people? Make make movies about black vampires, something like yeah. why why we can't have other in stories in space, black people on other planets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not gonna uh, I'm a fake clap, fake clap because we gotta work on the clap. Yeah, fake I, clap, I, I fake don't like clap. clap. But um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. Yes, after we pay some bills. You know how to pay goes. some bills. This is Malcolm X Bowser, the author of the new book Urban Excellence: Unveiling Extraordinary Stories by Everyday People. Within this book, I highlight 11 amazing stories that details when they started to where they currently are now on their journey to success and excellence. Each of these stories is important because each person defines excellence in their own way. And I think that's important for you. Get this book, you'll be motivated, inspired, humbled, all at the same time. You might laugh, you might cry, but I think it is worth it. You can pre-order now on Amazon.com. And also, if you pre-order now, email us at urbanx.nyc with your receipt, and we'll send you a free t-shirt. Peace. And we're back. And we are back. So, as you know, it's time to get ready for this event. Yeah, man, I'm hyped. You hyped? So January nineteenth is the book signing. The book actually drops on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and everything on January twenty first. Right, twenty twenty. Right. Okay. So, and for the people who've been pre ordering, they've been getting their shirts. Yeah, they've been getting their shirts. Sending some of them. You've been getting those pictures. Not never. I haven't been getting pictures, but I've been getting emails of people enjoying. They said they did love okay, shirts. Okay, okay. So I've been getting us, pictures though. Send us some photos of you in those. Uh, you know. So like I said, if you pre order on Amazon, you can um, screenshot your receipt to. Uh, urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. Yes. You'll get a code for a free shirt. Yes. Or you have to pay shipping. Yes. And you'll have your shirt and you'll be, be right. Yes, that's or what we're talking Or if you're in the area. Oh, definitely. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Come down from Boston because it ain't no work the next day. That's a fact. It's MLK weekend. MLK weekend. That's As a, a matter of fact, the first hundred people that come from out of town can stay in my living room. No, I'm lying. That's a bad clap. We will work on it. That's a bit, I don't 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 touch it no more. Yeah, yeah, no more, no more for the clap. Don't touch it no more. It's no, bad. but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, this is gonna be a major event. We're doing the podcast live. Facts. You know what I mean? So that's going to be dope. Come see us. Come kick it with us. Come you know? see us. We're gonna have the bar. Yeah. Rocking. All that. Oidoives. <laughs> Rockin' Oidoives. Oidoives. If you like Oidoives. And we're going to have merch. We're definitely going to have merch. So uh, all that's going to be popping. 
uh, you know, again, uh, this is the young man who we want to we want to bring the village out and have the village support him and send him off the right way. So the first event is always the most important. Mm -hmm. Like when I do book signings, these be events with the family and the friends because you need that support. And then you go off and you, you know, you do other things. And you guys are now a part of the village. Facts, man. We so, appreciate you guys. We got to, you know, we got to come through. Yeah, come on through. Uh, we're going to beat you in the head between now and then anyway. This is a fact. So you might as well go, God damn, will they stop it already? This is a fact. And just come on just through. Just come through, have fun. Come through and have fun. So some new music came out this week. Ooh. Some dope music came Ooh. out this week. Okay, okay, dope music. So first off, first and foremost, a new album, 1130 by Black Cool. Black Cool. Yeah, that's my team. Yeah. For that's the, people, the ones who did the soundtrack. Yeah, for the people who don't know, that is the people, that is the, the, the group who did our, who does our intro music. Yes, Black Cool. It's on Apple, it's on Apple Music, yeah, it's on Apple it's Music. It's on Apple Music, clap that up. I'm going to put the description, cool. I'm going to put the link in the chat, actually. Put the link in the chat. Um, Griselda put out an album. Griselda put out an album. Shout out to- Clap uh, that up. Yeah, Benny- uh, Benny the Butcher, Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, nasty, nasty, nasty filthy. Yeah, if you if you A uh, A Rashid is on that album. He is, he is on that album. Yeah, yeah. To show you, he is on cross, that album. Yeah, you know the cross connection. A A Rashid is dropping a few words of wisdom on that album. We're gonna yeah. drop a bomb to that. He is on that album. This is true. Yes. Uh, the game put out an album. I heard there's some heat on that. It is very good. I heard there's some heat. It is. I, I've never had a problem with Game's ability to rap he at just, all. He's just corny. No, don't say that. He's six six, and yeah. when he sees he's you, he's all the way in Compton. He's not oh, coming over here, dude. Dude, you your audience is bigger than you think it is. Hey. And when you go to your book signing in L.A. And they're going to be like, yo, it's a scuffle at the door. <laughs> oh, get, get in here. And then he's going to want to see you, and you you got to be prepared. Like, I'm beefing with 50 right now. Me and 50 beefing on the streets. In your head, yeah. It's a one-way beef, yeah. but it's on the streets, so whenever I'm in the streets. He was on the Griselda album, too. Oh, okay, I'm looking yeah. for 50. Okay, okay. Yeah, it like the Griselda album, like, if you just appreciate just old-school gangster music. Old-school gangster. Just, real just dusty beats. And, yeah, and, and, and scenarios yeah. and stories about how I'm getting my cake yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But you can keep that in context, yes? Obviously. You're wise enough. No, no. We have to say this because, you know, there are people who think that that's I don't know. If real. I listen to that and I watch Power and I listen to Pusha T, I might be out here. Yeah, you might be out here, like, uh, really yeah. getting... Like, really... Yeah. 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 Acting paranoid and everything. Right? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, Fabulous has a new album out, too. Trash. A new... <sighs> Trash. Okay. you. So you're just, going, you're, going, you're just going to shit on Fabulous like that. Trash. All right. Uh, anybody else out there heard the, the fabulous? An absolute shootout frisbee. Summer shootout three or something. Absolute frisbee. He said it's an absolute frisbee. Yeah, it is garbage. And then so, um, what was I about to say? So him, uh, Casanova, and you remember Shiggy? Uh, he did the the um, for your love challenge. Uh, Kiki, yeah, dance. Yes, 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 he yes, did the dance. Yes, yes. So. Um, he did that dance like he just did it and it wound up blowing up and it wound up taking on a life of his own. Yeah, and, and, and it helped 
Drake's album. That yes. helped that song yes, tremendously. If if memory serves yes, me correct. Yes, it did. He took him on tour. He put him in his video actually. As yes, well. yes. So um, apparently Fab called Shiggy up because he said, "Yo, do a Choosy challenge for me." That Choosy song is hot. That's probably the best thing. And okay, that, the that's got me to it. Yeah. But Shiggy, you know, he said something like basically like, "All right, so what's the um, what's the budget? Like, I need I need to get money for that." And him, it's a video of him. A fab and Casanova like chastising Shiggy for wanting to get paid for making a challenge because they're saying like, yo, like you, you we your man, you're supposed to do that off the strength, and then uh, you the type of dude we let in our section to drink for free, and you you gonna act like this? Really, just sunning him. Wow, wow, wow. But the difference is, so in my opinion, the difference is, um, Drake didn't ask Shiggy to do that. Right, Chick, what's his name? I don't Shiggy, want to keep Shiggy. fucking his name up. Shiggy, Shiggy yeah. did this on his own. Did this on his own, and it wound up blowing up. And then, I guess to show appreciation, you know, Drake. So, it was organic. Him. Yes. It was an organic thing. Fab, you're trying to make... You're trying to manufacture. Yeah, you're trying to manufacture, um, you know, uh, the same thing Drake had over... Cause, and that's more proof that his album was trash. Yeah, 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 okay. I'm not going to argue with that. It was garbage. And... And when you think about Casanova and Fab, those are not two guys you really want to argue with, uh, you know, in it's a true. club. So, you know, Casanova looked like he has major problems. I saw him on my black one He's look. He always yeah. looked like, yo, <laughs> So he looked like he got problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, and, and that's the difference. If something happens organically, there's an opportunity for it to, uh, you know, have a, a, a nice little flow to it. A lot of things are manufactured, yeah. and, and and he got called on this one. So maybe, like you said, maybe he realized the album is not going to be yeah, think, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. as hot as he thought it was going to be. And uh, so I haven't listened to any of these albums you spoke of yet. I listened to, you know, A.A. Rashid, that's the God, and one or two of those gangster songs. But I've been hearing good things about... Uh, Game his album's pretty, it's, it's and just I know long. Black Cool is my dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they gonna get the love, you know what I'm saying? So check that. That's called Eleven Thirty. Dope. Eleven Thirty. Okay. Dope. All right. Is this their first album? Yes, yeah, their first like complete studio album. Yes. Oh, that's tough. Yes, that's tough. Yeah, okay. So we, All we, right. We shout them, out. We, yeah, we shout them out. We show them love. Yeah, yeah. And when they get a video, uh, we should. Uh, we gonna play. Hell yeah. We gonna play that. Yeah. yeah. We gonna play that. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds. Of so me and you had this discussion real early in the week because apparently um, I don't know if he's still games manager, but he uh, Blueface's manager, Wack One Hundred. Uh, somebody asked him if they thought if he thought uh, Nipsey Hussle was a legend, and he said no. And based off sales and impact, like why he was alive, um, he said I don't think he's a legend. Okay. So that um, brought about a larger conversation on what is a legend. What do you consider a legend? Yeah, and 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 I'm not, and I want to say this from the beginning. I'm not saying Nipsey Hussle is not a legend. I wanted to just know and get a clear definition on what a legend is. <laughs> uh, just because you know some guys been rapping twenty years, that don't necessarily make them legendary. That's right. Legendary should be something you do that stands the test of time. So it, we have this thing in our culture, especially our culture, is. Once uh, you're a martyr, you're a legend. Yeah, that's kind of like that. That to me, that fast tracks your legendary status. Yeah. So you could be here because, again, I'm just speaking for me. I knew of Nipsey Hussle. I was never 
enamored by him so it so, felt that he was legendary while he was here because you said okay so we, we had this discussion and then the name uh you came up you said big pun is he a legend i said based on the standards if we're going by uh i guess album sales and actual impact technically no in the bronx he's a legend right right so uh, again and, and, and some hip-hop peers had but in la they probably feel like nipsey's a legend a, a, absolutely yeah. so all of these things have to be taken into context. In the Bronx, you know, Big Pun put in that work, and we could get a snapshot of Big Pun and say, had he been here, he would have took out a lot of dudes, mm -hmm. right? Just by, you know, if you want to know about the unknown, you study the known, you get a feel for it. Now, with that being said, with Nipsey, with his contributions, when I look back in retrospect at his philosophy on a lot of things, I do think he was going to reach legendary status eventually but while he was here i didn't have a tupac effect with him okay. like when tupac was on the screen or you saw tupac somewhere you just knew this was going to be a short-lived thing and he was going to be legendary you know what i mean mm. certain individuals you you just know easy e is a legend he was you know before he got into music and the legacy he left in music with his stamp on what he did, makes him a legend. Of course, Dr. Dre, legend, you know, certain things that we know uh, are legends. Certain dudes are legend. Alpo's a legend. Hood legend, yeah. He's a, he's a Harlem hood legend. Harlem hood legend, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, in context, I think when, when uh, Nipsey passed and how they uh, created the, es the, the escape from him, from this plateau to the next, like the stair steps were all there to maybe manufacture a legend in some in some people's minds. I think I think um, that all happened this year. You get what I'm saying? So I think that uh, nobody's really ready to have an honest, unemotional conversation about him. Yes, and it won't be for a long time before people start to realize ah, maybe not, right? Or maybe I don't know, but. Right. I'd, I, and it, it I, creates an emotional, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 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 stance from people, especially on the West Coast. That's right. So I want to be clear. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just simply saying, uh, is that a term that we pass around lightly? It is. And it, oh, it oh, is. oh, that's not, I a legend. Oh, he, or a he classic. A or oh, yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. And and we kind of diminish those that's a fact. those titles when they used to mean something like. So and so is a legend. Or, Somebody in the chat said Rakim is a legend. Absolutely, absolutely. Body of work, the whole nine yards. We can go on and on on who we classify as a legend, and then there are some people on the fence. It's no different than the Hall of Fame. Right, right, right. I didn't think uh, Tracy McGrady had the numbers to get in the Hall of Fame. He had some legendary moments, thirteen points in sixty seconds, this and that. But when I looked at his Total body of work. He never made a championship. I'm not even sure he even made a conference finals. I don't ever. think so. Yeah. Right. I don't think. Yeah. So he was one of them people who got in. You know. So it's a conversation that is had. Okay. And then okay. So another term we also throw around is uh, the goat term. Yes. Of all time. Jay Z recently just celebrated his 50th birthday. Clap that up. Let's drop the deflex bomb on that. 50 years old for Jay-Z. Yeah, he dropped his 50th birthday. So is Jay-Z the goal? Um, this is a question I had to ask you 
and I wanted to pose it to even. So, I mean, because his numbers. Okay, so man, here's the thing. Here's man, the thing. God here's damn, thing. his numbers are crazy. This is what I've always felt about Jay Z. Okay. Okay. And I still feel this way today. I think I don't feel like at any point in his history he solely controlled hip hop. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that, but let's hear your points. Okay, when he first dropped, right? 96, Biggie. Yes, but I thought, in retrospect, Reasonable Doubt was better than... Not, no, 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 we're not doing that, we're not doing that. Okay. Biggie was, the, Biggie was there, Biggie was the guy, Yes, right? yes, yes. After that, who was it? Who, who was it? Maybe Nas. Maybe, yeah, Nas, right? After that, who was it? Maybe the Wu-Tang Clan. I would say DMX. Oh, DMX, yeah, had a... Uh, had a run. A run. Yes. Had, he had a, a run. tremendous run. Yeah. Right? After that, um, 50, Eminem. Eminem, 50, 50 Cent. Cent. At 50 Cent, Eminem had their right? runs. Yeah. After that, who was it? 07 that time, Wayne had it. Yeah. Wayne, yeah. Wayne had it, right? Then after that, who had it? Who's had it since? Drake has had it this, this entire decade. Yeah, Drake has had a decade. He's had an entire decade. Wow. Okay, but let me I, I, let me read some of these stats. 22 Grammys, uh, 7 BT Awards, 7 VMA Awards, um, 100 million records sold, 13 solo albums, 14 um, number one projects. So, and he's a billionaire. And yes? he's a billionaire. So, so, with that being said, when we look at his total body of work, right. not that uh, he didn't have, uh, you know what I'm saying, he didn't have a three-year dynasty run. Okay. Right, but his total body of work. Oh, I miss Kanye as well. Yeah, Kanye. yeah, yeah. Kanye, you got to throw Kanye in there. Absolutely, philanthropy, his wife, his record sales, uh, all of these things. When we look at it in its totality, can anybody put their body of work up along with longevity as he can? Because DMX fell off. Drake don't own his own work. You know what I mean? Which is gonna hinder him in the long run. Uh, Kanye is now, uh, you know, he's doing a church or Kanye is doing a church thing with, uh, Joel Osteen at Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. 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 Side note. This it. I will be there. Praising God. Uh, free world boss. Thank you for the donation. We appreciate it. Yeah, that. absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Kendrick. Yeah. See, yeah. It's a yeah. lot. It's yo. He's never been the guy. Okay. But put all of those guys resume up next to his. He beats them all. I'm saying, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Does he beat them all? He does, he does, he does. They don't have that many Grammys. Yes, they ain't got a hundred million sold. They definitely not billionaires. That's true. Right? Yeah. So, I'm, so, so when I'm saying the greatest of all time may not be, because uh, cause I feel Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, well, even though he had six titles, so I can't really use that as an argument. But what I was just trying to say is in reference to Jay-Z's total body of work. Mm-hmm. Coming from the projects. Okay, I'm not... Uh, all you I'm know, say, all of these things My to, point remains. He's never been the guy. The, so does that mean he's not the greatest? I don't know. No, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't. You know what's crazy? Because I love Jay-Z's music. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, I really, I really do. But um, it's a lot of people who just like to gloss over a lot of just trash no, he's put out. Well, nobody is perfect. You know what I mean? Jordan won six titles. He lost 13. Or, you know what I'm saying, didn't make the finals. So we, we understand nobody is perfect. But, again, when we talk greatest of all time, operative words being greatest, mm -hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, so that means that you have to have been in this game a very yeah. long time so is and it, so sustain is, the so, level of excellence. So is it a just a benefit of longevity while we say No, this? you can't just say that because... I'm asking a question. I'm asking no, a question. no. The reason I say that is because it's not just longevity. He keep putting out at least a hit or two every album. Magna Carta was garbage. Yeah, that was garbage. That was garbage. That was the free album, though. He gave away on Samsung. Yeah, that was garbage. Right. Um, but he returned the 444 album. Masterpiece. I love that album. Mas- so, I love that So album. that means even in his time of, of you know what I'm saying, a downtime, mm-hmm. he was able to come back and prove it again. That's sort of like if LeBron wins a championship this year. Mm. That means even after being down, I can't mm. win it every year, this mm. and that. If he hoist up a championship for the Lakers, that's the third franchise he has elevated. You'd have to at least put him in the conversation as the GOAT. I know there's going to be people who say Mike and this and that. But, you know, understanding, you know, all of them. And people are probably saying, damn, Jay, you don't ever cape for Jay-Z. This is nothing personal when I go at Jay uh, because my whole thing is not to put anybody on a pedestal. So when we go at you, it's going at you to uh, uh, remove that whole apostle shit that's, you know, uh, uh, you know, infecting our people, like to put these people on a pedestal. He's human, and he's made a lot of human mistakes. So, because uh, a lot of people are uh, talking about this in the chat, do you think Beyonce saved his career? That has something to do with it, but you got to be smart enough to know when you got to ride somebody else's wave. Beyonce has a lot to do with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, we, we spoke about the moves that Jay-Z has made along the way. He's caped yeah. with a and lot of a, people. He's a leech. Right? But, but it, it, it worked out for him. Right? It started with Biggie. Yeah. Him and Biggie was supposed to... Uh, so Remember, him and Biggie was supposed to team up. No, was it him and Big L supposed to team up before that? Yeah, him and Big L before that. Yeah. Right? And then the commission. Then the commission. Then he... Uh, he got smooth and went out to the West Coast and started doing shit with Jermaine and UGK. You mean, you mean went south? Yeah, south to get into those markets. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Then uh, R. Kelly. The R. Kelly, worlds. best of both worlds. Yeah. That was him riding that wave, yeah. getting into the R&B joint. State property. With State Philly. property. He went into Philly, rode that yeah. wave. Uh, the Kanye backpacker wave. He rode that uh, then he got with Beyonce. There's a bunch of things he did. He manufactured the war with Nas to try to replicate what Tupac and Biggie had. Mm. And a lot of people didn't see that. I saw that. Mm. Because you can't say Biggie without saying Tupac, right? right. Those names are like peanut butter and jelly. He didn't have anybody that, from a historical perspective, perspective that you could, right? Mm. And now he picked on Nas when Nas was at his lowest point. Lost his mom's this and that. Nas got in his ass. Whole another story. So Jay Z has always yeah, yeah. found ways to Might be the renew book. himself. The four 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 album is Nas album every year. I love that album. Yes. Yeah. I'm not but so so understanding those things, uh, he's a businessman and he's. Uh, I'm gonna say he's uh, he, he's the goat. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say he's the goat. He might be. Yes. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. I like that. That was a great. That was a great um, back and forth. Another debate, not a debate, but another question I want to pose to you. Okay. Uh, you've been watching the, uh, the Godfather of Harlem. I've been watching the Godfather of Harlem, 
And that is some good TV. Yeah, that is a great show. That is some really good TV. There are some inaccuracies in it, but... Of course, of course. I like the show. Um, the question was posed, uh, who plays a better Malcolm X? The guy who uh, plays it in The Godfather of Harlem or Denzel? That was a great question. Somebody on my timeline uh, on Facebook asked that question, and it started a very spirited debate. And before I answered, I had to really take into consideration a couple of things. And, and my answer was this. In a vacuum, if I give each one of them three hours to play the position, I thought Denzel captured more in a three-hour time span. Okay. Yes. But this young guy, forget his name. Somebody in the chat may know his name. I'm looking up right now. These 10 episodes... Seeing this much of Malcolm X on the screen has really... First of all, I've never seen this much Malcolm. Malcolm having breakfast. Malcolm having lunch. Malcolm just chilling. Malcolm in the hood with gangsters. Malcolm in the hood in the mosque. Malcolm going with Elijah. So it has given me the most Malcolm I've seen. And I've got to say, he did his thing. And he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Aesthetically, he looks like Malcolm. Yeah. You know what I mean? His mannerisms are in, in, in tune with Malcolm. So I think it's really an unfair comparison because if I got to see Denzel for 10 weeks really delve into this character, I think Denzel would probably win. But because Denzel in a three-hour movie gave you a snapshot and he didn't even play Malcolm through the whole movie, play Malcolm Little... You know what I'm saying? He had to show you all of those aspects. This guy is just playing the most iconic figure. You know, I named you after. You know what I mean? So his name is uh, Nigel Thatch. Nigel Thatch, clap that up for him, man, because he is doing. Yeah, we'll drop a bomb. He's doing an amazing job, a real, real amazing job. So with that being said, I think it's unfair to technically Mm -hmm. compare. Uh, and then, you know, with Malcolm X, the movie came out 20 years ago. True. true. So uh, this generation probably has no recollection, you know, uh, recollection. I think that's what, I think uh, the Malcolm X movie is on Netflix. No, it's probably on Netflix yeah. and it may get more views now. Yeah. But the way uh, they're allowing his character to really develop. Now, we know it's not based on fact. Uh, you know, some of the things uh, that they're doing is for cinematic purposes and creative purposes. But if you know Malcolm's history with Elijah Muhammad and all of that, and, and Bumpy Johnson, which, uh, you know, obviously Spike Lee couldn't get into in the movie, uh, you know, the Bumpy Johnson aspect, but they had a very fond relationship. And even on the day Malcolm was murdered, yeah. uh, Bumpy <clears throat> took that hard because he wanted to make sure that he searched everybody. And Malcolm was like, I can't be seen you know, with, with gangsters, you know, I got to kind of, even though, you know, you're my peoples and Malcolm didn't search anybody at the Audubon that night. And we know the rest is history. So, um, you know, that, that's my opinion on that. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought that was a great debate as well. That's a great uh, piece of conversation to have. And, uh, again, I think, you know, just, uh, uh, wait, uh, somebody said he was the Malcolm X in Selma. Seriously. Oh, I didn't know that. What the check? Really? Uh, this guy was in Selma? Yeah, because did you see Selma? Yes, I did. Yeah. I don't know if that was him, but that was him. Did, uh, you mean he played Malcolm X in Selma? Again, I, I'm not sure, bec- but because the movie 
wasn't about Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you saw him on the screen and you kind of okay. This is like oh, he wasn't Simon. Wow. Well, goddamn, this is like Malcolm. You know, wow. he he's got a starring role in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So he was in Selma. Yeah, he was. Okay, he was in Selma. Shout out to the chat. Too. Shout out to the chat. They know there's ish, boy. Yeah, shout out. Yep. So yeah, I think that that makes for great debate. Did you watch the Irishman? I watched the Irishman as well. All three hours. All, All three, three hours. hours. Wifey minutes. fell asleep twice. That was a great movie. She was like, "Yeah, this is a good." <laughs> yeah, three uh, three and a half hours. Of uh, of of uh, a great classic cast. I think that was I think um, that was like their last all of them like their last. Yeah, that's probably the last time you're gonna see all of them together. Uh, and the budget was 140 million. I'm hearing. Yeah, some um, one of one of the uh, people I follow on YouTube uh, tried to make the point that the first Godfather was six million, the second one was like 40 million, like, and then um, Casino was like 45 million, and. He he was saying that um, Netflix overpaid for this movie. So, I, and in my opinion, I said that wasn't fair. One because you have to take into account inflation and time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to the take into account in. all of these Academy Award winners on the same screen at the same time. At the same time, and what their pay grade must be. The de-aging technology that they use on these characters. Oh, yeah. The, the CGI you, you and all what I'm that. Yeah, yeah, like, come on. So it had to cost that much. But what I thought was interesting... Where I th- this is my theory, because Disney Plus has all these, um, you know, superhero movies have all these, you know, big properties that they own, and a lot of I don't know if you notice a lot of like uh, classic directors are, go- are coming out speaking out against these uh, Marvel movies, these superhero movies. Uh, they're not, yeah, yeah. So, worthy and of- I don't know if you remember when Netflix started creating their own original content, a lot of people were saying that's not cinema because yes, it's not I going to the cinema, but. For Martin Scorsese to do this movie with all these Academy Award winners, these big names, and put it out directly to Netflix, I think a lot of these big directors, as a way to get back at Disney, are going to lean more into Netflix okay. and putting out more original content on Netflix with these big budgets and these big actors. And that's going to be their kind of their way to fight Disney. And that may be the end of Hollywood as you know it. Yeah. Right? So we may be seeing the end of Hollywood as yeah. you know it based on... Uh, and, and that may be an advantage for us too. Right. Like now, I can make a a, a big budget movie or a, a something that goes to Netflix, and I don't necessarily have to worry about getting it in 150 theaters. If I could just put something out that goes straight to Netflix and still do my numbers, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and still be recognized at the Academy as you know what I mean. Right. I think that that's um something to look forward to. M. Sway said the actors. Are the cheapest. Those fools ain't worked in a while. If you're thinking uh, Al Pacino, no, uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, if they're working anything less than then 25, you're 30 million bugging. a movie, absolutely not. That they, they have a built in Hollywood pay rate. You know what I'm saying? So the only Oscar Academy Award winners who don't get paid the way they should are the black ones. The black ones, yep. Uh, Jimmy Fox and, and uh, what's her Monique. name? Monique. Yeah, that's a fact. You know uh, the girl who did uh, the the heavy set girl. Who you talking about? She didn't win an Oscar, but what's that movie? From Precious. Oh, Precious. The did one... she win? No, she didn't win. Monique got one for that. Oh, Monique. Monique got one yeah, for that. Monique got one for that. Uh, so those are the only ones who uh, it doesn't equate, and that was Monique's whole fight. Like, listen, I'm an Academy Award winner now. Pay me as such. And, you know, so, you know, these are the things, but Hollywood as we know it, 
Because the movie theater experience is, is overrated now. I like you know, it. I mean, yeah, but, you know, I mean, we get there uh, uh, to watch Queen and Slim, and there's one person at the counter. Now, granted, the movie starts in 10 minutes. So that was y'all fault for no, being late. No, no, we weren't late. We was 10 minutes because, remember, the damn coming attractions is 15 to 20 minutes. So we were there, and there's one person at the counter who don't know what they're doing. The other people come out, see that they don't know what they're doing, and they don't go and say, you know what, look at this line. Let me help. They just go back in the back and be like, handle it, and it creates frustration. It's sticky in the theater. You know, I, I could do without. You sound like a 50, uh, over 50-year-old. Yeah, 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 I could do without. That's what that sounds like. I can do. I, I would pay $25 for a first-run movie in my house on my 75-inch TV, Respect. which I've tried to convince my wife I need the... 219-inch TV called The Wall. It's an 8K TV. What's wrong with you? It's called The Wall. She said I can't have it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, T. I can't have it. I gotta... I'm trying to convince her 75 is too small. And she's like, no, it ain't happening. So, yeah, that's what that is. We're going to go to commercial break? Definitely. We'll, go, we'll be back. All right. Let's, let's pay a bill, and then we shall return. This is Malcolm X Bowser, the author of the new book, Urban Excellence, Unveiling Extraordinary Stories by Everyday People. Within this book, I highlight 11 amazing stories that details when they started to where they currently are now on their journey to success and excellence. Each of these stories is important because each person defines excellence in their own way. And I think that's important for you. Get this book. You'll be motivated, inspired, humbled, all at the same time. You might laugh. You might cry. But I think it is worth it. You can pre-order now on Amazon.com. And also, if you pre-order now, email us at urbanx.nyc with your receipt. And we'll send you a free t-shirt. Peace. And we're back. And we are back. Back in effect. In effect. Thank you for your continued support for what we do. So yeah, 2019 was a big year for us uh, as a brand, as a as a channel, as a podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, we did a lot. We had some ups and downs. That's a fact. We we quit the show. We did quit the show. That was we, you for three months, right? Yeah. And people did and not people, like it. people did not like it. Yeah. But that was a telltale that what we were doing was appreciated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it wasn't to be malicious or we all that. It's, you know, this is this is a grind. This is a lot. This is a lot, right? And But the time off gave me reflection time. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is, this is something that I feel proud of that we can put into the universe. Eli stopped his show. Yeah. Because he's 20... He just had a birthday he just had a two birthday. days ago. Yeah. He just turned 20. On uh, National Disability Day. On National Dis... His birthday is on National Disability Day. You can't make this up. Yeah. You can't make that up. My wife turned 21 uh, a week before that. For the, how, for the 21st time? For the 21st time. <laughs> you know you never reveal that. <laughs> so, in a three-week span, Odyssey's birthday is one week. My wife's birthday is Marcus the next is, week. Marcus's birthday the week before that. The week before that is Marcus's birthday. So, it's Marcus, Odyssey, my wife, and Eli 
all and so you know I never have any money during this time of the year. It's a terrible time. Yeah. But it's uh and then we we came back yes, to the did. show. We did. Right? But prior to that, we launched a t-shirt company. Yes, right out right out the crib. Right out the crib. You yeah. know what I mean? We said, you know, now we got a little audience. Let's find ways to, you know, do mm -hmm. what we do. And you we we're wearing it and you guys have been ordering and and, and it's been it's been great. And then we came back mm -hmm. and we uh we came back on the Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Because people kept hitting me up, yeah. so <clears throat> I couldn't hold that one, so I let that one go. Yeah. And the Nipsey Hustle kicked off. And then we came back, and we've been back ever since, and you know, continuing to build what we do. And 2020 is about to be nasty. And then it's about you, to be crazy. and then you topped it off with a brand new book. Feel me? And you guys have been bear witnessing to it, seeing it all yeah, in real time. Yeah, I've been watching us like grow and live like at the same, like in real time. It's dope. And I think it gets no more uh, authentic and organic than that. Facts. You see the mistakes we make. We turn on the show. It don't come on. Uh, we forgot. We forget to hit buttons. It's you know. There's nothing fake here. This is who we are, and and I think you know it's important that we remain as true as possible. So you know? uh, somebody asked uh, Jock Patterson, "Are you guys going to talk about the cope about Copa and what that means for YouTube?" I think my personal opinion about what the 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 Copa the the new uh, policies for YouTube and the videos and oh okay okay got you I think and this is my personal opinion I think that we're gonna start witnessing within the next year eighteen months we're gonna start witnessing a lot of people leave YouTube in droves yes because YouTube um we started off as you know a great way to get your message out a great way to make money for a lot of people a great way to build a community is turning into a real dictatorship to where a lot of the creators have no real voice in anything they do at this point. Um, YouTube can snatch your channel without giving an explanation. At, without, with no, and they don't even have like a 1-800 YouTube number. Yeah. They, they just snatch your joint and be like, write us. And if we get around to it and that's what happens when you almost get larger than life itself. Right. To the point where, uh, now corporations are involved, and once you know these corporations are involved, they become the dictatorship on what's said, what's not said, and how you can deliver your message and the truth that you're willing to stand on. So we live in an age of information, and freedom of speech doesn't necessarily apply because this is a private corporation, mm -hmm. right? And we acting like, well, it's freedom of speech. I can say what I want. Yeah, if you go outside, you can pretty much say what you want. But on these uh, Facebook and these these devices, you really can't. So you begin to see just how much freedom you don't have. Yep. You know what I mean? And that becomes an issue. And uh, that you're going to see, I agree with, with Malcolm, in Exodus because things have run their course. Yep. I remember when YouTube was only 10 minutes. Like you can only pull up a 10-minute piece and you know, there was no uh, sponsorship involved. And then it expanded. And I told you, YouTube started from the Nipplegate. Yeah, with uh, Janet Jackson. With Janet Jackson yeah, and yeah. the Nipplegate, when the news platforms wouldn't play it. Yeah. And you, you had to go online and try to find, uh, you know, somebody who gave you the unedited version, and it led to what we now know as YouTube in a nutshell. And then it always happens with these corporations with anything, right? It's always, it's brand new, and then 
a lot of people start to make money really quick. Right, like like a, a dot com thing. Yeah, like dot com bubble. Like a lot of people start to make money real quick, and then people come in like whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, let's slow this down. And then by the time you know a lot of people catch on to it, it's kind of already over. And that's what I think we're seeing with YouTube. Because now if we um if we upload a video, we have to make it. We have to. Uh, notify YouTube that this is uh, not a video for kids. Right. We have to let them know it's not suitable for kids. And before and you know that, say, it's going to be like, is it is it, uh, uh, is it suitable for all races? Right. On all genders? Because that's how they started. They right. roll it out slow. So now it's and just then, for kids. And then say, okay, say I, I put out a video and think, okay, well, I'm just talking about a book. You know what I'm saying? I didn't curse. I'm just talking about boom. And then somebody on YouTube, a human on YouTube, just goes, ah, I don't think that was suitable. And then I broke a law. Absolutely. And then and then anonymously, see. these people can flag you yep. or, uh, you know, put you in a tough situation. So they're going to start with the children's stuff, which is safe for everybody. Then it's going to be, is it gender appropriate? Is it race appropriate? And it's going to continue to spiral out of control to where, and you're going to have fake freedom, freedom fighters up here living by the guidelines, but they're telling you they're the most revolutionary people on the planet, but they live living by the guidelines, and that's an oxymoron in itself. Yeah, don't let that go over your head. Don't let that go over your head. You know what I mean? So YouTube is, is on its last leg. And we will you let know. you know of our move. Yes, yes, absolutely. Speaking speaking of, um, you know, YouTube and how they sense it, so you know the URL Battle Rap um, League, Yes. They uh, launched their app. Oh, they have an app. They have an app, right? Ah. Where battles will go on the app first. Like, first, they have the pay-per-view for the people who want to Yeah, they want to pay for it. But then battles will go up on the app first. Because a battle came up on, on YouTube. I was like, I didn't even know this was going to happen. Right. Like, I didn't even I didn't hear no whispers. I just It just up. Absolutely. So, and then um, somebody told me, like, nah, I went up on the app first. That's why. I think that's smart. So, yeah, you yeah. have to pay for the app, but the battle rap community is huge, and they have a lot of devoted It's a fans. worldwide... It's a, yes, it really is. For those who are really heavy into battle rap, that's probably the best thing that can happen, because the one thing I hated was waiting three months. Oh, yeah, Smack used to take four... Yeah, three, four months. Ever to and I'm put like, dude, battles. it shouldn't be that complicated to edit up a few, you know, uh, you know rhymes and, and, and get it onto the people... Um, but but I know they didn't want to devalue the pay per view event per right. se. Uh, so, but even HBO gives you the fight yeah. one Saturday, and yeah. then the next Saturday it's free. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, speed that up. So now the app. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so now they have a a better way to get directly to their people. Yes, directly to their people. Their people. That's uncensored. It. Uncensored because yes. they, again, like YouTube. Well, a lot of their restrictions are demonetizing a lot of their battles because you know you know how you know how those battles. Somebody get. said, "Is it gender fluid?" <laughs> yeah, that's what's yeah, that's what's gonna happen with Billy D. He said he didn't. He took the he, he didn't uh, go forty five. He misunderstood me. what was asked to him. No, I didn't really misunderstand. I drinking Coke forty five, yeah. and after about three forty ounces of that, you know, shit, everybody's gender fluid. <laughs> yeah, he tried to clean it up afterwards. Um, and, and I have to take him at his word, but he is an old-time Hollywood dude. Yeah. And them dudes were doing some freaky-deaky things <laughs> in the 50s, 60s, and 70s in Hollywood. So I would not be surprised if he, you know, he was a little gender fluid. That's funny. You know, and then tried to backtrack and, and, and clean it up. Um, so D. Wade was... Um, yeah, so he took a picture with uh, his family... 
and his son with the one that's the one that's gay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a crop top on and had like tips on his nails. Yeah, yeah. French French tips. French or tips on his nails, and people went off, and you know, you know how that you know how that goes, and you know my you know my opinion on why D Wade can't really say anything about it. Why can't he say anything about it? Because I say he's he's too famous to to have a problem with that. Yes, yeah. See, that's what. That's the price of fame. That he's too famous. You because... too famous to just come out and say, "Bruh, you know, I don't, I don't agree with it either." The little nigga acting funny. He can't say that. And I'm, like I said, I'm just curious to what that young boy's mother, who they have uh, uh, made her look crazy now. Uh, I think she has some secrets that she'd like to get rid of, yeah, or get loose on. But what does his mother feel about this? Like. Yeah. Is this a, a cry for his mother? Is this, you know, just me doing an instant psychoanalysis on this? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you know, you know, he's crying out for help? I, I really don't know, but I, I mean, wasn't uh, Larry Johnson? Uh, the ex- oh, but Larry Johnson was in the Daily News. Yeah, and he said that this is a uh, D Wade is making an Illuminati sacrifice of his child, and he basically said. You know, they do this, like you give up a child or your child, and this may be D-Wade putting his child out there so that they can stay famous and, um, you know. So, I, I, you know, Larry Johnson has been saying a lot of things that may be considered off base. Yeah. But if you in tune, uh, you know that what he's saying has some kind of validity to it. Mm. This guy spent nine years in the league. Yeah. He knows some things. Uh, somebody said that URL app sucks. So, um, it, well, it's probably it's, the first rollout. I, I call that the beta rollout. Yeah. Give it some time to grow. Uh, you know, when you bring out an app, like today, we introduced some new equipment and, and, and we screwed it up. You know, we, yeah, you had it clap. Yeah, we, you, had it clap. you hear that? That, that don't sound right. That's not us. That's not us. That's not us at all. Facts. Facts. That's gross. That is terrible. And then it just cuts off. It just off. cuts off. Like, like somebody closed the door. <laughs> like you open the door. Like, is this the room I'm supposed to be in? Are uh, they talking about Jesus? Oh, close the door. And I ain't supposed to be in that room. Yeah. So you know, we're going to you know, fix some things. And, and then we'll listen to the audio and see. You know, we, we, we can tweak it and make it better. And that's not capping for the URL. I'm not a, a battle rap fan. Just saying. Yeah, I'm going to get back to watching. Oh, good. Good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you, uh, you know, you need that in your life. Oh, damn it. Uh, uh, God, well, God, see, damn see. it. See? My bad. See, you're fucking up. Damn it. Huh? Jeez. Fucking up in real time. It gets no better than this. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, you remember the movie, The Banker, that was supposed to come out on Apple TV? Yeah, The Banker movie. Yes. So, uh, Apple shelved it. They said it's not coming out. Like, because uh, of... So, the protagonist in the movie... His son in real life, uh, a lot there was some molestation charge, molestation accusations that came out um, from his half sisters. Okay, and that this had nothing to do with the movie per se. Had, but I think uh, he's credited as a producer on the movie. Okay, the so one now who's accused. Okay, so if we start that, then Woody Allen and we, we, the rules are different for us. Tom Hanks. Yes, and uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's 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 into some some Tom some, Hanks. Yeah. I don't mean to bust your bubble and fuck your childhood up, but uh, yeah, he's into some shit. Uh, they're all into some shit, what? right? So, uh, yeah, somebody threw Tom Hank name in there, 
and said, don't forget about Tom was into this. And Tom recently defended Woody Allen. He No, uh, I know, I know, um, did Scarlett Johansson? I know she did. And and Tom Hanks. He did, he did too. He did, he did too. He did, he did, too. He, he, did, did, he, did he did. So, you know, so, so, but because he he's too. black people. We we held to a different standard. Yeah, they and they shoved the whole movie. That's not and Ill. the movie in itself looked great. In yeah, terms it looks of crazy. The concept, the concept, and the message. I'm like, oh, they're gonna put that out. That's kind of right. That's kind of different. Kinda now different. that's the kind of black movie that I want to see. Yeah, right. One of us who you know get creative and show how to use other people. You know what I'm saying to mask what really goes on in misdirection, and um, so. Is it anywhere they're gonna just throw it on the street? Can I just pick it up in like a maybe I don't know like in the garbage like at, down at Netflix headquarters? Is I don't know because and you know what's crazy? It's a lot of it'd be a lot of our movies that something can come out prior and then they'll just like destroy the whole. Remember Birth of a Nation? Yes. I mean that was that was the thing. Like that movie got trashed. Yes. So, so something to think about. Let's get some questions. Oh, uh, we can take some questions. Can we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do we still have a? Uh, Cause I never know what you got cooking over. Oh, there. we got a lot of stuff. Um, the XFL, uh, uh, some news about their contracts came out. Okay, let's get to that real quick. So, uh, the XFL, people don't know that's uh, Vince McMahon from the WWE. He started his own. He's starting his own football league, and that comes and that starts uh, in the spring action. Yes, February, this spring. Actually. Yes, the uniforms just came out. They look, you know, generic. You know, it's like eight teams, and um, if you're familiar with the WWE and how their contracts work, they 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 um contracted as um I don't know the actual t- I know the term is right there but basically they can't work anywhere else but there. Oh, so it's but, an exclusive contract. But they don't get the benefits of actually work like the actual benefits of working for that company, you know what I'm saying? So it's a so, so it's a slave contract completely. So now these guys, let's say you do good in the XFL, you can't just go to the NFL. You can't go to the NFL unless I guess they have to like And they make some money out of it. Yeah, I and, guess and buy your contract out. Yeah, I guess they have to like re- like the 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 way their contracts work is ill. Mm, and interesting. If you quit if you try to quit, they, um their lawyers are willing to to go to court against you. Wow. Wow. So I don't know how much this is gonna last. I got like twenty dollars bet against my friend that said this is um this league will last. Uh, I, I, I'll double that. I say it won't last. For real? That that this league ain't gonna last. Ah, damn it! I put twenty on that. Yeah, I'll take I'll take some of that action. Damn it! I, I'll say oh, this spring and one more spring. Because if the NFL can't benefit from it, then yeah. why is it there? Yeah. Like if we can't just say, okay, this guy looks good, and let's bring him up to our product. Then the NFL is not going to show any support for that, and the NFL is a goddamn conglomerate. Yeah. So like, what? Are, so like, is the any what is the NFL just going to be it forever? Yeah. That's yeah. Insane. The way it goes. Unless black people get together and start their own league. Isn't that the narrative? Yeah. 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 Start your own league. Jesus. And that will take a hundred years. Yeah. Right? To get everything in place. Yeah. Gotta start somewhere. And when when things first start, like you yeah, were just talking about the URL thing. When things just start, they always are messed they Look, always the watch. WNBA was crying that they're not getting as much money as the NBA players. But fuck anybody going to those games and you yeah, you're like heard, a new league. I, you know what's because I heard they still haven't made a profit. No, they or still like are, until like recently. Dude, who do you see at those games? Shaved bald head chicks, young girls who are 
aspiring to dribble a ball. That's not cool. No, but I'm just I'm, <laughs> that's, 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 when I look into the audience, that's not cool. I don't see like diehard fans in there like, yeah, now don't get me wrong. Me and Eli was watching those games and yeah, they, they are exciting. They were exciting. So yeah. don't misunderstand what I'm saying. These are some exciting games. However, when you look at the end of the day, you start a league for money or profit. They have not made a profit. And the girls are, are side note, one of them girls killed another girl. What? Yeah, one of those W uh I think she's a college player and she wound up killing another girl. That's a side story. But what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, nobody's going to those games. Nobody out there scalping those tickets. And then, yo, I got these W, it's not happening. So you're seeing a very small community of girls and girl-like entities uh, supporting this. And it's, uh, you know. I'm heard, I heard some arena football leagues just ended as well because somebody asked about arena football sort of thing. Arena football has their own audience in Canada and a lot of places, and it's like a different game. Yeah. So that, but I don't think you're making any real money with mm, that. No way. And I don't think it threatens the NBA's brand. You mean NFL? So, uh, yeah, the NFL's brand. So the NFL is all about their brand. You know what I mean? And if something threatens their brand. They will try to suck it up yeah. and make it a part of their shit or they'll just wait you out until you can't survive no more. Yeah. And, you know, then they'll create, to counter the XFL, they'll create a, 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 a developmental league like the NBA yeah. and have these young players say, That's what I, thought, I can go there. That's what I thought it was going to be. No, no. The XFL trying to counter and create stupid. their own thing. They got to start somewhere. You don't counter it by trying to compete with the biggest organization. They own a day of the week. They own Sunday. But tell that. I say I say that same shit to black people. When you're fighting wars against these big conglomerates, you have to have a strategy a little bit more than, fuck that. Oh, blah, blah. That's not going to cut it. Yeah. So the XFL is middle finger in the NFL who owns a day of the week. They, they absolutely they literally do. own a day of the week. Not even Jesus owned that day. <laughs> people, okay. People be in church looking at the people, watch. Yeah, like, look at that. Yeah, I got to get to this game. So, um, yeah, that's going to be. How many be... times she going to pass out? Ex- exactly. <laughs> God, come on, Aunt. Auntie May, you know better than to testify right around now. Yeah. So it's an ongoing thing. And, uh, you know. Cowboys are getting clapped. They're getting boom clapped. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban So I saw a question in the chat just now. Somebody said, what's the new way for 2020? I think business-wise, the new way for 2020 is um, direct marketing. Okay. Okay. Like, you have to find your tribe and you have to feed your tribe. You get what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think the days of kind of like paying for ads is really over. Yes. Because when's the last time you saw an ad that convinced you to, to buy something? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're out there. Yeah, but, but think, like, think about that. Yeah, yeah. Everything is going digital now. And uh, again, I, I like that. Find your tribe, find the people who support you and yeah. the people who you support. Right, facts. You know, and, and, and you exchange. And yeah, yeah. and I think. Um, uh, we're going to see some things in the election realm that's going to shock us. Ooh. All right? Because we're in the shock value stage now. So Ooh. something along with Trump, maybe an impeachment, maybe something to satisfy the status quo per se. So look forward to that so that you can feel that uh, America has shifted back mm. to the people. 
That's very important that you have the optical illusion that this has shifted back to the people and a savior has come amongst you, uh, you know, in the form of the next president and all order is restored. And meanwhile, the condition of black people will continue re to remain the same. Uh, new life. You know what I mean? Right. We're always looking to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Expand on that. So we that we live forever. You know what I'm saying? And we stay invincible. Facts. Uh, uh, again, new business ventures growing. Facts. Uh, uh, our awareness of finances. Facts. Our awareness of spirituality. Mm -hmm. I think all of these things are in play. I think those who are fronting, you know, that time is coming gone. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot. A, a lot of people fronting. A lot of people, In man. 2020, when that vision is clear, it's going to be like, you know what, fam? I don't, I, think, I don't believe that shit. I don't believe front, that shit. Yeah, saying. I think a lot of just a lot of the the behavior, the fraud behavior is going to get yes. really highlighted. Uh, yes, this coming year. Yes, and I, I believe uh, the next phenomenon of social media, whether it's an app or something, will emerge. Just the way Facebook emerged. Yeah. Just the way Instagram emerged. There will be uh, the dissatisfaction with YouTube will create something else, and you know. Uh, you know, you try to get on the cutting edge of that. Somebody said, is it safe to say that Jay-Z's streaming company title, however it's called, has failed? I believe it has. Um, He sold it, though. He sold, didn't he sell he majority sold at it? least half of it. I don't want to get into... So that's a win for him. It's maybe a win for him, but I do understand... I think, that... I think he overestimated, again, his stature in the culture. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he took said, a stand... I'm not putting my music on nowhere else but titles. So y'all gotta go get titles, and everybody was just like, "Whatever." Yeah, we don't really like your music that mm, whatever. much. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then a few artists got with him, but the artists who were down with Apple, who were getting big checks, it's hard for you to walk away. This is my lifestyle. And then he he even um uh manipulated the beef between him and Meek. Got Meek smoked. Oh yeah, he definitely because because uh, Drake was down with Apple Music. That yeah, was a yeah. whole and, and see. Remember, we always speak about it's not Drake against Meek, it's Apple against Title. Yeah, you know what I mean. There, there's levels. There's Nike against and one. You know, uh, uh, you know. So the the winner of the finals and the MVP is not just a, a win for that player; it's a win for that corporation. Right. And I think on the surface, what Jay Z was trying to do, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you have to take a stand somewhere. Yeah. Let's own our own music. But remember, um, you know, this was tried before with Suge and uh, you know Prince, Jay Prince and them, who tried to own their own distribution, and you know they they ran into some roadblocks there. Um, so, but at some point, but your money got to be long. Yeah, and his money is not long enough to fight. Apple. He just put his own music on Spotify, on Spotify yeah. for his birthday. Yeah. So, you know, he just, you know, bailed out on yeah. that. And now it's on Spotify. Uh, but I do commend what he was trying to do. Yeah. Our problem is we don't buy black if we don't like you. So it's one thing to say buy black. Buy black should mean buy black whether I like you or not. Because white people support white people and Jewish people yeah, so, support Jewish people whether they like them or not. But, because that's the important of the circulation of the dollar. So do you think that if uh, black people own a business that they shouldn't, I guess, be like the front person? Not not have a white person in front of the store, but just like not just have the business be. 
Uh, uh, what do you mean? I, 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 just like McDonald's, like nobody thinks like I don't think white people are thinking about the owner of McDonald's. Like I don't like him. I'm not going to McDonald's. No, but I, I'm talking about in those. Oh, I don't like Tim Cook. I'm not buying from Apple. Oh well, no, white people they put their money where their mouth is, but they so. It's easy for them to support their own because their own is everywhere. So it's a little difficult for us. I was was trying to craft that question. I know what I want to say. Yes, yes. It's just... um, You're a college graduate? Yes. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're an author of a book? Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. And you're having trouble... Today was a long day. Scrambling your... Today was a long day. Okay. Okay. But know what I mean. So what I mean by that is the, the economic aspect, this is another frontier... With 2020, I think we have to show a little bit more of our power, right? Mm -hmm. So if you see a black business, we have to make it clear. Now, we want great service. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, a lot of things we have to catch up on, but we have to show the economic power that we have in this Mm -hmm. country. And we don't do that when everyone else, Chinese people support Chinese people. I've never seen, I don't even know how the Chinese restaurants get their food. I seen a car pull up one time and a dude get out, take a few crates out the goddamn back and take that into, they bring their noodles and that lo mein and shit. That ain't no big corporation. They, yeah. you know, the triad got that shit on smash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jewish people, you know, their, their money circulates in their community a very long time. And I'm just simply saying what Jay-Z was trying to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't sign up a title because I had already had Apple. Yeah. So I was like, I'm already getting a million songs. <laughs> you know, Jay-Z, you know, I should have. But if I don't like you, and I like Jay-Z, but I'm just saying, our shit be more, if we don't like you, fuck you. Fuck your company, but, and but, we'll go spend with somebody else but you know, but, to piss you off, but black you know, people. But, okay, in Jay-Z's, in Jay-Z's case, I think it's a little different because he's a rapper that raps about how much more he has than you. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like... And then wait, he wait. wants you to support him. Yeah, yes. it's like, wait, wait, no. Yes. But that's his, his... To me, he doesn't respect you. Right. And In the grand scheme of things, yeah, 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 I agree with you. It was like one album I was listening to one time. He made me like, feel extremely inferior. I was just I like, think it was, damn, uh, uh, I think uh, Blueprint 3. Blueprint 3. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Everything was, I'm better than you, my girl is better than you, my kids are better than you, my aunt is better than you, <laughs> I'm just... Better than you. I was like, ugh. But buy this album. Yeah. And then I said, okay, that's torture. Oh, side note, I, I I did a podcast interview Tuesday. Tuesday. With the Melanated Convos podcast. Okay, Melanated Convos podcast. Yeah, so shout out. Um, Talked about my new book. Yes. Coming out. It was a really dope conversation. Okay, um, okay. The guy, he owns, he runs a blog called the Melanated uh, Fathers uh Melanated Fathers. Okay. Okay. Right. Is that, yeah. That's that's correct. And um, he it's about you know uh, sharing that conversation because he's a father of five, I believe. Oh, nice. And he you know, talks about tips, and he does a he, he does a YouTube channel on you know tips about being a black father and what that experience is like. Real dope. And he came across my book um, on BlackNews.com. Oh, dope. And wanted to talk about it because on his site he does the exact same. In the same vein as we do, we like to highlight oh. our, uh, people in our community. Who so we have people. an ally. Yeah, we do. Out there called Melanated Fathers Podcast. Yeah, dope. Shout them out. Let me hit him with the bomb. Since we are in a giving mood. Oh, facts. And, uh, uh, you know, one of them kind of moods. In the mail today, I got my man Kenyatta Griggs' book, Culture Vultures. 
you know, this is that joint with him and Dane Dash uh, dropped it. And this is a, a hefty, colossal body of work. So I can see why Kenyatta was a little pissed when Dane decided to kind of apologize and backtrack. We'll talk about that at a later time. So I want to uh, shout out Kenyatta. He signed it for you. He signed it for me at Hip Hop Motivation. He dropped that. And he also has like these kids animated books. My Barber Hands Stink. That's hilarious. That's hilarious, but it's probably dealing with hygiene mm. and how, you know, young kids can. So let's, let's, let's big that up. Mm. Kenyatta Griggs. And lastly, but not least, he dropped this CD, The Secret to Balling. It's a journey on how, you know what I'm saying, to get your balling up. You know what I'm saying? An audio book, Hidden Universal Principles of the Natural Law of the Various Strategies and Methods, basically on how to get that bread. So shout out uh, my comrade, Facts. Kenyatta Griggs. Yes, sir. Somebody said, uh, would Tata have been successful if Dame was involved? Hell no. Uh, maybe. No way. Maybe. No way. Um, I think Dame's business mind, uh, we, we don't, because Jay-Z wanted becoming the billionaire because he, uh, uh, kind of, uh, assimilated into corporate structure did, enough. Did you hear what Irv Gotti said about Dame? No. What did he say? He said that, cause you know, um, Irv Gotti does the show Tales on BET. Okay. Yes. He said he tried to get him to do that. He tried to get him to do that. And then he was trying to take... He was trying to basically short the episode and, and make a movie and out of it. And take the rest of the movie and take the rest of the money and make a movie. Yeah, well, well, okay. Today, in, in Dame's defense, these are trying times, and you know, I think he's desperate in the sense that he's fallen from grace, and he may be hit up for money you know, a little bit more. And, and then here's the thing: when you're used to having, and now you don't have. Uh, you may find yourself in some uh, uh, precarious situations. And I don't think that, uh, w what I'm trying to say is, I don't think that negates what he did for Rockefeller. I don't think so either. And I'm not, what I'm he did for Jay-Z to give Jay-Z the platform. Jay-Z had the talent. I think J Dame Dash's upfront money along with Biggs and them thinking more corporate structure coming in gave uh, Jay-Z a snapshot of what it could be. I think Jay-Z then assimilated into corporate America enough where he his album said one thing, but the way he did business said another thing. And uh, you know what I mean? And yeah. as a result of that, Jay-Z may be the perfect example of somebody who understands when you need to be street and when you need to be corporate and not be niggerish in the corporate realm mm. and not be corporate in the street realm. Because you've seen the deposition videos? Like, God, Yeah, man, the deposit. But again, you, you push a man, you know, into a corner, yeah. he, he's liable to act. Uh, so I try to look at the whole picture. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It so was it, uncomfortable watching that. It was. Like, some of it Some of it is very uncomfortable watching. Oh God. You know, he, he looked like a man out of control. Um, game album I've heard. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. It's yeah, fire. yeah, games album is fire. We heard. What you thought about the um the Clippers player who said black women are bulldogs? Oh, uh, yeah, I I saw that piece and I thought Godfrey did the best oh, yeah. piece on that. He smoked him. He smoked him enough yeah. where you know, uh, but but that's again the sentiment of a lot of these athletes in particular. Yeah, right. That they think black women are too hard to deal with. 
and this and that, and they can get with a white woman and the white woman is passive, but they don't know the white woman has a whole nother game plan. You know what I'm saying? Because she's not marrying into no trail, uh, no, no, no project black. I never see them same white women in the projects looking around for, you know, niggas and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So we understand that that's a, 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 a mindset in place. Uh, you know, and a lot of them suffer from it. And a lot of them also be gay guys. And uh, the white women accept that. Mm. Just throwing that out there as well. They like to go both ways. And black women are not having that. <laughs> they are not. You know what I mean? So as a result of that, you know. And when you hate yourself, as dark as he is, right? When you hate yourself uh, and you think money separates you from... Your people, that's what happens. Any more questions in the chat? I saw this new uh, this on uh, Daily News. Um, an ex-cop said that um, NYPD used to have collar quarters, obviously. We, we know about yes, the quarters. Yes, yes. And he said that they used to tell him no cuffs on soft targets. That's uh, Jewish people, Asians, and white people. Mm. And that they used to get... Uh, they used to be rewarded overtime for arresting black people and Hispanic people. Oh, uh, tell us something we don't know. Yeah. The sheer numbers alone say that. And this is built into our culture. So this is not news to us. This is built in to the culture. Yeah. And we understand when we walk the streets, it shouldn't have to be that way. But how we deal with all of that has to be different yeah. for our survival. And that's something that white people have no idea about mm. because they don't experience that and it's not a part of their culture yeah. when they walk the streets. And I have a 26-year-old son and when he leaves out, I have to, you know, coach him. Look, you know, when you get pulled over, I don't need you to be a hero. You know what I'm saying? I need you to make it to your next destination yeah, you know, crazy and enough, play chess. That was the first thing you said to me um, after I got my license. Absolutely. Which is, is a really sobering, yes. uh, scary thing. Like, that had to be, like, that even had to be said. Like it, you know The mean? fact that I have to go, do keep your hands yeah. where you can see them. This is not something where I need you to be proving your rights on the side of the road and to be some kind of hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, these are conversations that we have to have that other people don't have to have. And then they want to know why we act the way we do. Uh, somebody said, how much of Godfather Harlem is true? Well, I know for a fact that um, Chin, that daughter's storyline is not true. Right, right. I know Malcolm didn't say what he said on the show about chickens coming home to roost. We know that that was done to create the friction with him and Elijah. And if you, if you know anything about the Italian mob, I don't think they were openly selling drugs like that. If they no, did, a no. lot of them were like... They ran low. numbers. They ran no that was their thing. They ran numbers. That was their thing. You know what I'm saying? Which was something that we know... So I don't think they openly ran drugs in black neighborhoods like that, but I'm pretty sure they had point men here and there. And so I'm pretty sure if, if I had to give a number, I'd say probably 60% of it is probably factual mm -hmm. and the other 40% is creative. Pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. Any other questions? When's Oba coming back? I think he said he'll be back. Oba said December, the new book will be available and that he will come up to Urban X. So, exp oh, it is December, yes? It is December, yes. Okay, so, you know how it is when you, you know, probably at the printer, you know, getting getting the pages lined up. So, uh, if not, then definitely at the turn of the year, uh, you know, you'll see Oba a little bit more. Facts, facts, facts. 
And now with this new board, we can actually do radio interviews. We got, I mean, radio phone. We can call somebody. Oh yeah, we can call people. Yeah, we're not taking calls. We're not taking hell. We're not no. doing that. Yeah, I don't think y'all understand like how just frustrating it is when you ask for a question and somebody raises their hand and says a bunch of stuff that's not a question. Right, right. But we will interview. Uh, People that we want to interview that can't make it here. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have this new device here that we can get clear phone calls in and no feedback. So that's going to be a good look. You know what I mean? So sometimes you can't travel, but we still want to bring people in from time to time. Um, any more questions before we get up out of here? I think this is a, I think it's a good show. Yeah, that's where the lottery came from. A black person started that lottery. I was listening to Blue Pill, who gave the black person's name who actually started the actual lottery oh, wow. that became the lottery that we see now. Uh, yeah, black person. And uh, I'm going to give one ghetto Cosby story before we go. Go ahead. All right, since uh, we haven't done that in a while. My mother ran numbers. Okay. My mother was a number runner and you know, for, for the Italian mob. And the best Christmas I ever had is when my moms ran off with the bag. I don't know what happened I just know She knew this was gonna be Her last time working there I got a bike I got a skateboard Man Cause in my hood I mean You know I, I grew up Po So if I got one thing That that was some shit Man I had a bike A skateboard A G.I. Joe I had everything We had to keep looking out the window Hoping the mob wasn't gonna show up And, and kill her and shit but uh, she ran off with the bag, and it was, man, it was beautiful. That's so that's my uh, mob story, you know, connected to that situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so also, um, shout out to the people, because I actually um, mailed people five copies of my book. I, ma- I mailed five copies out to people. Okay. But it was a, there was a catch to it. What was the catch? So uh, a lot, like you said, like we we said on this podcast and plenty of shows before, we mess up. We do. We mess up. So when we printed the first batch of these books, oh, they were messed up. Really small mistake. Naked oh. Eye wouldn't catch it. Oh no, I, I actually gave people the book and said find the mistake. And a lot of people couldn't. And ninety percent of the people could not find the mistake. Right. But it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Um, the word forward, we spelled the forward like walking forward. Yes. Not the actual word forward. Yes. But in the actual book, it was spelled right. So that's why like you go through the, you go through it. Everything yes. looks good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of just played a trick on our eyes. Because we we ran it through the whole process. You checked it out. Right. I proofread it. Right. Wifey proofread it. She designed it. We looked at it. Yeah. And we was like, oh, yeah, this 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 is a go. And as soon as the book came through the door, that video we show y'all of Malcolm yeah. unboxing in the books, all of those books was tarantarans. Yeah, so you know what I mean. I sent it. I sent the newsletter out uh, for the people who have subscribed to the blog. Yes, sent the newsletter out. No, I actually sent this to the book club. Okay, the book club. I went to the book club and I said, you know, if you want this book, it is a mistake, but it shouldn't go to waste. Right. Absolutely. But everything in the book is correct. Everything, everything. else is correct. And five people got back to me, so I sent those out. So yeah, so five people got some good, good quality work. Yeah, yeah. It's like you buy a shirt, and one of the stitches is off, and they put that off to the side. It's still a good shirt. Yeah, yeah. So, Sandwich rack. Yeah. Yeah, you should do that again. 
I should, you know, what? I'm gonna do it again this week. Do it again this week, I'm and it'll be some people going like, yo. I'm, I'm gonna send that if you, uh, for the people who are listening right now, you can go to urbanx.nyc. Urbanx.nyc. Subscribe to the blog. Subscribe to the blog. And uh, I will send out a newsletter. If you respond back, you'll get it. You'll get your book. Okay. And again, we make all kind of mistakes here, and we let you be a part of them. Yeah, yeah. You can be a part of that history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what else we got, man? I think that's it for you the got day. Got any more questions? Questions. Police robot dogs. I ain't hear more. And I haven't heard about that. What else we got? Um, cowboys got killed. M say said they couldn't read. Lots of laughs, dude. Let me tell you, Bam. It, it it's so subtle on the eyes. Yo, and you know what the crazy thing is? Yep. If uh, for people, if if I don't know people who've written books, if you in, you read the same thing, right? 30 times Like the same thing Right And absolutely. it all starts to look Like Everything I, starts to look to I same. wrote it I went through it Sent it to the editor Editor got it back to me I had to go through it again Had to send it back Back and forth And then and we couldn't blame nobody But ourselves Literally Literally We couldn't go Well the editor should have known We was going there like Don't didn't you read it I read it And you know We let you We let uh, Marcus read it His own We let a bunch of people say, Yo tell me what's wrong And people were like I don't see nothing wrong so it was one of them real subtle things that kind of caught us out there. Yeah. And it's the it's the same word. So phonetically, you're reading it in your head like forward. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Absolutely. But now we know. So you know what's crazy? You know what I'm going to do? Because a lot of people hit me up asking me how to uh, write a book, publish a book. I'm going to do a, like an ebook. That'd be dope. On how, on a step-by-step. That'd be dope. That'd and be dope. I'm, I'm going to document some of the mistakes we made. Absolutely. You know that would be dope. That's Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, so with that being said, I think this is it. Yeah, so with that being said, uh, go visit shopurbanx.com if you want one of these shirts. Yes, please. Uh, go uh, pre-order Urban Excellence, Unveiling Extraordinary Stories by Everyday People please on do that. Amazon. If you, uh, if you, Like I said, if you pre-order, screenshot the receipt, uh, send it to urbanx.nyc at gmail.com, and I will send you the code for your free shirt, which is on the website. You can go check that out right now, urbanx.nyc. What else we got? Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. Don't forget to hit us with a five-star rating on the podcast. Yes. On, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Yes. TuneIn Radio. Yes. All that good stuff. Uh, and and we're going to close out with our intro, yes? Yeah, yeah, because we, 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 we messed that we, up. The, we, you know, we, yeah, we, that was terrible. So let's close out with the intro, and we'll see you again next week. Peace. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God.
black mess, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Her. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Her. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Her. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sold. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. 